Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Vega Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoke. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Emil Ash on our usual live stream, and we're joined tonight by a very special guest. He's a longtime listener and supporter of the pod, patron as well, and you've also heard his dulcet tones on this very podcast on several of our episodes over the years. Please welcome back our longtime friend Mikey Lurian here on the pod. Hi, Mikey. Hello. Hello. hello, hello, it's me. Yes. Why? Are, are you the problem? Sometimes I'm the problem. <laughs> uh, we're doing our Elimination Chamber predictions episode for this week. It's a lot of fun, as always, because we are on the road to WrestleMania. And the reason why we have Mikey on is because we have a lot of thoughts and feelings about where this road to WrestleMania will lead. So that's what Mikey uh, is going to help us break down as we get to tonight's live stream. Shampoo for our viewers uh, who are joining us on Facebook or on YouTube, please feel free to let us know what you think in the comments sa mga pag-uusapan natin tonight. And if you're listening to us on the audio-only version, you can, uh, if, if you could please leave a five-star rating on Spotify and subscribe as well. That would mean a hell of a lot to us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Another thing that would mean a lot to us is if you join us for our Discord watch party for Elimination Chamber on Disney+, Plus, where you can find it here in the Philippines. Pero siyempre, you've got so much more that can come your way if you sign up to be a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. Take it away, Emil A.S.H. Alright, so like Stan said, Elimination Chamber is in a couple of days. It's going to be on Sunday Philippine time uh, at uh, 9 or 8, 8 a.m. I think it's 8 a.m. 9 a.m. Oh, 9 a.m. Okay. So uh, again, we're going to have our uh, watch party uh, through this uh, watch party, not like the usual watch party that we had before, but because everyone I think has Disney Plus uh, accounts at this point, uh, you know, we will have a watch party where we have banter, live pay-per-view talk, and just chilling on a Sunday morning while watching Elim- Elimination Chamber. And so, sorry. So you could uh, join us uh, through our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash the wrestling wrestling podcast uh, for as low as $5 or, or in our current currency, it's uh, 270 pesos or 260. Uh, it depends day by day. And, uh, uh, some perks of uh, being a patron of our Patreon uh, is the Discord uh, server we, where we talk about everything and anything under the sun. Of course, there's some wrestling talk, but also we talk about fashion, gaming, sports, food. So everything and anything under the sun, we, uh, we have this Discord community for, for all of you, for all of us to engage. And also uh, another perk is the Pasabais. Uh, of course, we just had our pasabais uh, late last year, and I think all of us 
got our merchandises already. So, uh, di pa, di want... pa pa isang box, pero yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> took some time. Yes. Yeah, so most of us already got uh, the merchandises that we bought from the Pasabay last year. So if you want to join our next Pasabay, uh, again, you could join us uh, on you could join us uh, via our Patreon. And lastly, some uh, reviews for of our of the the day, uh, the weekly uh, wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, also some reviews of the local uh, wrestling shows around here uh, in the area. So all of that and more. Uh, you could join and you can support the podcast uh, by uh, subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the wrestling wrestling podcast again for as low as five dollars. Yeah, it's so, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. It's on the ticker below. I'm going to put that on my resume now. <laughs> <laughs> on their level. <laughs> I'm on their level. <laughs> 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 hey, we're saying hi to Babyface producer Gel, who's no longer our Babyface producer, but is still a Babyface in our hearts. Thanks, Gel, for joining us on the live stream. All right, let's get to some news outside the ring before we get to our Elimination Chamber predictions. And we're going to start off by paying tribute to the late, great Jerry Jarrett. So it was reported this week that he had passed away. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people know him from his days in the Memphis Territory since Silanina Jerry Lawler were some of the big names talaga in that scene. Of course, yung mag-among Jarrett, uh, Jerry and Jeff, uh, they, they also laid the foundation for what would become Impact Wrestling. Um, in the early 2000s, they set up TNA as an alternative to uh, the WWE right after WCW went out of business. And, uh, you know, Jerry Jarrett's influence in the sport, even until today, uh, is still widely felt. And I, I think he's one of those names that probably doesn't get a lot of love, doesn't get a lot of respect. But uh, when you when you look back at it, ang laki talaga na naging impact, no pun intended, ni Jerry Jarrett in our industry. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you guys ever. Uh, see, Emil, sorry. Did you did you want to no, add to um, that? Uh, I, I was just gonna say that when after WCW folded uh, in two thousand one, there was this void that was left in the wrestling business, and uh, credit to uh, Jerry Jarrett and those who was integral in the formation of uh, NWA TNA because not that they got up to the level of WCW, but they gave wrestling fans an alternative to the WWE and they will they were able to launch so many careers like again they they did not became the big wrestling corporation like WCW eventually uh, WCW became but it launched this new era of of wrestlers and this new era of wrestling fans that to this day we're still you know we're still enjoying the benefits Igal Mikey, any thoughts about uh, the passing of J- uh, Jerry Jarrett? Uh, I it, it's hard to like. I have to say, as a I'm not, I wasn't a fan of TNA, and I wasn't. A, I mean, I'm glad that they existed, and I'm glad that they did what they did, and I think that's the legacy, like the the alternative, and the the business is better off for it. I think uh, eventually you're gonna look at the product, though, and you know. It, there's a lot to there's a lot to criticize about about the TNA product, but that it led to the industry as a whole becoming so much better than it would have been, I think uh, makes up for all of those criticisms that that people would say. So respect to Jerry Jarrett, rest in peace. Um, I just want to say that if you ever caught episodes of Tales from the Territories on Vice, Jerry Jarrett actually appeared in several episodes there, and sobrang nakatuay mga kwento na uh, that he contributed to. 
Um, so if you haven't checked it out yet, go watch. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's in like half of the episodes based on uh, the ones that I'd seen. Uh, and and he and Jeff Jarrett together in those um, th- those panel conversations with some of the other uh, veterans and legends of the business. Um, it, it's really nice to hear these stories straight from them. So I'm glad that they were able to include Jerry Jarrett in there before he passed away this year. So yeah, I'm echoing what everybody said. Rest in peace to Jerry Jarrett. Now, uh, let's get to our next piece of news from outside the ring. Conan is in the news because he has words and feelings about Konosuke Takeshita of AEW. So on Conan's podcast, he said Takeshita should not have done the Eddie Guerrero tribute. He also said on Twitter that uh, Takeshita has heat down with uh, Conan. And sobrang ni Takeshita that they were not in El Paso, Texas. Uh, and to quote Conan... Because when he went up and he did the fucking Eddie Guerrero thing for the frog splash, you're not Mexican, dude. I don't care. Stick to your nationality. End quote. So uh, th- that's what Conan said. Nero fired back and said, nah, um, you-, you couldn't last 10 seconds with Takeshita. And then Biglang Nagfold si Conan after that. And he said he was just joking. And then Miro fired back and said, I wasn't joking. So let, let's break it down uh, right here. Let's start with you, Ro, as a fellow Eddie Guerrero diehard on this pod. What are your feelings on paying tribute to Latino Heat? Iko Emil, may may dadagdag ka ba that the pro hasn't said? I I don't get this the the, the reasoning behind uh, why he shouldn't do a tribute when everyone and anyone in the wrestling business not not that are not even are Mexican have done tributes. To Eddie Guerrero, guys like Chris Jericho, um, Sasha Banks, hell, even Logan Paul. Remember at WrestleMania last year when he did the shimmy and did the frog splash? That was also an Eddie tribute. So I don't know what problem with Conan with Takeshita doing it because it's not done out of malice. He was just paying tribute to the man. There's nothing wrong with that. So, you know. Mikey. Okay, sorry. I have thoughts about this. So, Clearly, let I mean, Ro didn't want to spell it out, and uh, Emil, I I have a, I have a guess. Okay, so ito, let's spell it out. The problem was that Takeshita is Japanese. All right, that's it. Like he's not white, he's not he's not uh, he's not American. Actually, that's it because Sasha Banks clearly was the most obvious tribute in recent memory, like like yeah. full blown tribute, right? And no mm-hmm. one said anything about her race about this, but because it was Takeshita, it was like. Yo, don't do it, Mexican. So clearly, yung bias is ni Conan lumalabas. And then he gets roasted for it. But can I just say, Stan, I, I, I have to add, he doesn't just say he's joking. He says he's joking and anybody who believed him jokes on you. And that's the part that's like, yo, Conan, screw you, man. Anyway, ano to high school? Conan, niluloko naman. Niluloko lang kita. Niluloko lang kita. Conan naman, oh. Pinamata ko na galit, oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just, this is a work. It's like, oh God, you're the worst. Conan sucks. You suck. Conan sucks for that. That sucks. Oh God. I hate it and it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Um, when, when Mikey went on that quick tirade, it, it uh, gave me flashbacks to some real experiences I've had in real locker rooms I've been in, both physical and virtual. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Any other thoughts about uh, Conan and his comments about Takeshita? Or are I we good? Mike, I think Mikey has already said everything <laughs> that All right. needed to be said. 
Ito lang ha, uh, for, for those of you who aren't as familiar with why Eddie Guerrero does the frog splash, that in itself is also a tribute to a white guy named Art Barr who was his tag team partner who passed away in the early exactly. 90s. Yeah, right? Great. So, like, no, no one is in any position to say that, hey, Eddie Guerrero tributes are only for this race or that race or whatever because uh, the frog splash in and of itself is a move that pays tribute. Full stop. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to break down Elimination Chamber 2023. Stay with us for now, though. Here's a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, Elimination Chamber is happening this Sunday at 9 a.m. Manila time, airing live from Montreal. It's uh, going to be available here on Disney+. Plus. Para sa mga nagtatanong yan na, inannounce na nila ha, malinaw na po. Uh, para sa mga naghanap ng Tagalog commentary, hindi ko masasagot kasi hindi, hindi po namin control yun eh. Pero kami ni Carlo, we'll be working the show. <laughs> you just might not be able to hear us if Disney+, Plus doesn't put Tagalog audio in there. But we'll be working the yeah, show. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say that, you know, not getting to hear you is uh, not a slight on anyone. It doesn't threaten anyone's life or livelihood. So if you if you yeah. you feel really hurt that we don't get Tagalog commentary, it's on you, man. So it's, it's a you problem. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're okay. We're pa naman kami, guys. So we're not going to be all right, uh, five matches on the card here, and there's a lot to talk about. So let's get right to it, and let's start with the grit couple, Edge and Beth Phoenix, taking on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley in a mixed tag team match. And uh, before we get to this match as a whole, I want to talk about the Valentine's Day video muna nina uh, Rhea and Dominic and Ray and Angie, because I, I, I just found it so funny how that all went down. Uh, my favorite part was Rhea just getting so exasperated. Naglabas na siya ng several $100 bills. Like, find you a woman. Find you a partner who's willing to pay that much in cash when your credit cards get declined. Right? Um, th- that's couple goals right there. That was big step on me energy. Uh, what did you guys think? Did you get to watch that Valentine's Day video segment vignette? Uh, hindi ko in full. But I can say that now you can make fun of Rey Mysterio for wearing a mask to the dinner. <laughs> like it's either he did that on purpose or he knew that Dom was gonna come with a camera crew to mess his night up. So But wasn't that that was the yeah. story though, right? Alam like yeah. the reservation was supposed to be for Dominic and Rhea yes. for Mr. Yeah. Mysterio and Ray took it. Ah, okay. Yes, that was a set, that's the joke. Yeah. It's okay. a setup. Okay. I obviously yeah. I didn't watch I the love whole thing. the <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say, can I just I just want to say the one thing I really really loved about that was that yung card pala ni Dominic is a supplementary card from his yes! dad and mom. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that was the best. Like very good detail. Yes. Loved it. <laughs> sobrang, ano, sobrang private school kid nepo baby stuff, right? <laughs> Ego Emil, did you get to watch that segment? Yes, I did. And uh, again, another another classic uh, Dominic Mysterio Rhea Ripley vignette. And um, they gotta keep this going. Like uh, I, 
I don't care if tapos na sila mag-feud or I think hindi pa sila mag-feud eh, uh, with Ray and Dominic. So, gusto ko every holiday laging may ganito because it's so funny every time. Uh, <laughs> ano next? St. Patrick's Day next month? <laughs> But Easter, pwede ka Easter or uh, Cinco de Mayo. So, <laughs> They're Catholics, right? So, dapat pati ano, Black Friday, lahat na lang ng ano. Easter nga, Easter. <laughs> No, uh, going back, uh, go, yeah, like, yeah, going back to the supplementary card point. Does that imply that uh, Dominic's contract is a supplementary contract to raise? Like Ray, one getting paid for both of them. <laughs> Tapos we need to get we need to get another allowance from Ray. Tapos bubugbugin lang na bubugbugin lang dadi. I mean, w- I mean, you should have your own contract, so therefore you should have your own credit card. That's so good. That's the contrary, you dumb. I'm an adult. You ruin. You're ruining my I, life, I love, Dad. And I love the idea that dun dun lang yun yung revenge ni Ray na binubugbog na niya si Ray for like multiple successive holidays. Pero hindi pa rin niya kinakansal yung supplementary card. But finally, sa Valentine's Day. Ito na, ito na Dominic. I'm gonna cut your supplementary card. You're not gonna pay for dinner. Yun yung revenge. That's the best. Wrestling yeah, is the best. Yeah, it, it's so petty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get to this match. Finn and Rhea versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, I think my question heading into this one is, will this be the end of the Edge and Judgment Day storyline? Let's start with Emil first, because this has been going on since last year. I think this this ends at uh, WrestleMania with the planned match between Edge and, and Balor. I think that's always like the end point of this feud. So I think this is only uh, a stopgap before WrestleMania. That's why. Um, can I do? Can I predict now who's gonna win this match? Go right ahead. Uh, so because of that, because of that fact, I think uh, the Judgment Day will win this one. Also, for the reasons that I can't see Rhea Ripley losing before her title match at Mania against Charlotte, like she needs that momentum. Although she, I think she she already has all the momentum uh, that she can get before uh, that that Mania match. So I think uh, they go over with Rhea pinning uh, pinning Beth. So they could also protect Edge that that uh, heading into Mania. He still looks kind of strong going against uh, Finn Balor. Igal Mikey, do you think this is the end of the road for the Edge and Judgment Day story? No, 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 no. I think Edge, uh, I think it's Edge and Finn, and that's the end. And I think uh, this, I don't know how they can, I don't know how they can have a conclusive, like, finish to this match uh, because of the complication of Rhea being in the main event or supposed to be a main eventer. So it's, it seems like it's a setup for uh, for the real end because I think the real end is the Judgment Day idea. The, the whole Judgment Day concept was Edge's baby. Eh? So I think he wants to see it through to, to WrestleMania where officially somebody gets officially more over than before they started. And and that's what Edge might want to do at WrestleMania. Igaro, uh, I agree with Glendale here. Now Rhea can't afford a loss on the way to WrestleMania, so yung don palang I don't think she's gonna lose. I don't think the Judgment Day is gonna lose. Um, what that means for the Grit couple, I don't know. It's probably gonna be like a DQ finisher of some sort. Na, um, in on paper, the Grit couple wins, and then um, in in practice. Um, the Judgment Day keeps looking strong. So it's probably going to be one of those. Uh, 
Now that I think about it, maybe they will lose, but not lose-lose. So um, we get, I don't know if you could call it 50-50 booking. On paper, it is, but uh, when you see it play out, it isn't really. So that um, that kind of is my pick. And uh, I don't know how else they could handle it other than this. Yeah, a lot of shenanigans could happen Dinaman, in this match. I mean, Dom isn't booked, so I'm I'm thinking he's going to be accompanying Finn and uh, Rhea out there. Ray might get involved as well, but to take their feud to a physical level as they set up Dom versus Ray at uh-huh. WrestleMania. So, so much can happen between uh, all of those options alone. I just want to see the concerto, a callback to the concerto, because Dinaman really yung involvement ni Beth in this Judgment Day story here. Um, people in the comments, let us know what you think. If uh, you think the Grit Couple or the Judgment Day will come out, uh, will, will come out with a win here at the Elimination Chamber Chamber Premium Live event. As we get to our next match, big meaty men slapping meat, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley in the rubber match. So they're currently at one and one. Um, I, I was guesting on uh, the wrestling wrap up this morning and. Uh, one of the questions that they asked me was, uh, are they going to have a WrestleMania match? But to add to this, I, I figured I might as well ask you guys this because this is a WrestleMania caliber match in and of itself, uh, despite the fact that there are championships involved. So, uh, Ro, let's start with you. Do you think that this is just something that leads to a bigger WrestleMania match? I, I don't know. Um, I heard that there were other things uh, in the pipeline for Brock. Um I don't know what that is, and I don't know if we have time to go for those other things. Uh, I don't know what else Lashley could do. Um, at this point, I think... I don't know. I don't know about other people, but for me, I just want to get this over with and get to the Hurt Business reunion. I think um, I think that is what people have come to see a lot more. It's, again, one of those things that they back themselves into a corner with something else that they did really well or that they're doing really well. So, uh, so people don't kind of are rejecting or not even rejecting, but uh, are not as into this uh, other one that they're giving us right now. So, I don't know. Um, I kind of want to see Lashley win this because uh, even though Brock is the more popular guy, I think a lot of people are rooting for Lashley still. Um, I think he's coming to his own as well, and yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm just so I'm I'm kind of over this. Like, okay, it's fine. Uh, Brock has been entertaining for quite a while, but I'm ready to move on. Yeah, on that note, Ro, Sabimona, Lashley's the one who's more organically popular with the fans. So let me ask you, Mikey, uh, what do you think of Lashley looking like a heel? Now, he comes out in his suit and he says to Brock, now, I had my agent look at the contract, my lawyers, my representative, my kids, all heelish things to say. But he came out with the security and acted all pompous and stuff, all mm. to set up the trap to lay out Brock before signing the contract. So what did you think about how that went down? Yeah, I, I was actually impressed that they went for it because it's such a thin line. Eh? Like it's not he's not all out heel, right? It seems it's not like he like schizo mode si Lashley tapos scoops na siya this week tapos next week mabait siya ulit. It's pretty consistent with the Lashley we know because he's only behaving like this because of Brock. He's reacting to the whole uh, Bobby Who thing. So it's a natural response to how he was treated before. Na ako may upper hand eh, but mo ginugulo. Oh, so the, that's a natural th- way to do things. 
but yes, it is heelish. I don't think he's full heel though. I think after this, when they separate from each other, Bobby goes back to being a face and moves on to whatever his thing is with the hurt business. I, I don't know kung full heel siya, pero right now I don't buy it. Kasi si Brock din naman, di naman siya full baby face. Eh. Diba? Parang he's, he's Brock Lesnar. You love him yeah. or you hate him, but you react, whatever. So I think both of them are now in like that status to not necessarily go with one or the other alignment. So I, I do think I do think Bobby wins though. I think being all smarky here, I do think Bobby needs the win more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Brock can move on to his thing with, uh, with with Walter or something. I mean, yeah, this is why this is why we're here. This is why we have conversations like this to get all the persmarkity about uh, the, the the week in wrestling. You go, Emil, putting on your predictions hat. Uh, who do you think is going to come out the victor? Is it Brock? Is it Bobby? Uh, I go. I would go with Bobby because I keep thinking about this. What would Brock get with a victory? Like. He doesn't have any stakes for Brock, but for Lashley, there is something because Brock has been, you know, uh, living in his head rent free over the last uh, over the last month or so. So I feel like Bobby has something has some mo- enough motivation so, to go over Brock. So I'll go Bobby Lashley. All right, uh, people in the comments, do you want to see a fourth match at WrestleMania? Let us know. Uh, um, the, there is a section of wrestling Twitter that is predicting that the Elimination Chamber will just set up a bigger match at WrestleMania between Lashley and Lesnar. And to be fair, I can't blame them because it is a Mania-level match just because of the names involved. If if siguro to ng Mania match, it has to be it has to be with a stipulation. It can't be just a straight-up one-on-one. An attractor uh, match? It, like something to... To something new because we already seen this matchup twice in the last six months. So, um, kung magdiri masila, dapat may something, you know, something special added to it. Mm-hmm. Our, our our friend Vintendo in the comments is calling for an MMA style match between Brock and Bobby at Mania. Fight pit. Like, <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. I yeah. I would I would like that a fight pit match between Brock and Bobby Lashley. Sure, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the chambers. Ladies first, it's the Women's Elimination Chamber match to determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania in LA. So it's Carmella, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Liv Morgan, and Natalia. Emil, looking at this roster, is there a clear favorite to win the Women's Elimination Chamber? Uh, yes, there is. And it's uh, Asuka because, like, you know, we talked about this uh, when we had, uh, when we, you know, after the Rumble, we talked about how all of this is set, like the repackaging, the, the new persona is all being set up for her to face uh, Bianca at WrestleMania. So, uh, like, I can't make the case for the five others to, to go over in this match. So, uh, this is pretty much an easy pick. It's going to be Asuka. Uh, Mikey, what did you think of Becky and Bailey having an opportunity to get in the chamber nung Raw and then having Bianca face them in a triple threat and denying both women the opportunity to get inside the chamber? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this all day, actually. Like, that's the part that I have no idea what's gonna... I, well, I can guess, but it's like you're entering fantasy booking territory. Ne? Because the question is, what do you do with Becky and Bailey at WrestleMania? That's the question. So, uh, but I do think it serves to make Bianca, remind everybody how awesome Bianca is. To make make Bianca and whoever wins this match, presumably Asuka, to be a, a viable, like, 
a must watch thing you know cuz you can imagine oscar running roughshod over all of these five women easily and then bianca just beat two legends like that's a hell of a match like it sells itself now automatically so that's uh but the question of becky and bailey though that's what i've been trying to figure out i am not sure what's going to happen there so you're nowhere closer than you were this morning no <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, uh, yes, there's there's Lita and there's Trish, diba? There's that involvement, pa. So uh, we'll see after the chamber what happens there. Yeah, we have no idea if that's gonna happen because uh, that was in the rumors for this week, and then at some point the rumors stopped. So mm. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening uh, in Montreal. Uh, we're in Canada, but Montreal is like over five hours away from Toronto, where Trish is from. So I can't assume agad-agad na, oh, Canada, Trish, right? So right. Di alam. Um, let, let's go to Ro here. Looking at the field. Does Asuka get the Shayna Baszler 2020 treatment where Shayna just eliminated everyone systematically? I was like that. Uh, I did think that... Um, I did think that Asuka was really fun to watch on this um, this week's Raw. Uh, although, um, I think they did learn their lesson from that. Nah. You can't have a real chamber match if you quickly eliminate everyone else. So I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, it's. I mean, it's possible that she or that you save Oscar for last, and then when she is the la- when she enters the match finally, she just starts destroying everyone. That's fine. the The, the problem with Shayna, like I said, was that she started really early, and then they had her destroy everyone and then waited for the rest of the of the competitors to come out so naging boring and quiet yung match uh, but i don't know i don't think it's going to happen i think it's, i think it's going to be competitive and uh, very much dramatic so i think all of us are unanimously predicting asuka naman diba pero sabi natin hindi si asuka who else could realistically come out of the chamber as the new number 1 contender ikaw emil any guesses um, live, I uh, guess. Live, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. All right, That's you got Mikey. Carmela, dude. Mela is money. Yep, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> hey, she did just return after seven months on yeah. the shelf. You got Ro. Uh, live, yeah. I would say live. Yeah, uh, yung extreme gimmick ni live has to pay off at some point, and I think um having her surprise everyone by defeating Asuka, uh, that could be a good launching pad for Mania. Pero uh, it goes back then to Mikey's question earlier about Becky and Bailey. What do you do with Dark Asuka? <laughs> so uh, it's it's a little corner again that um WWE is in. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm excited for this one though, just because um I I have faith a lot of faith in uh the brain trust right now. All right, let's go over to the men's side of the Elimination Chamber. United States Championship is on the line. It's Austin Theory defending against Seth freaking Rollins, Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, and Montez Ford. Uh, Ro, my dark horse pick a barito, or is uh, is it going to be a Theory retention story? I think Theory is retaining. Whatever he has for WrestleMania, I think they want him to keep looking strong. Um... It's the others are just going to be like nice window dressing for the match. But, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to be a bad match. It just means, nah, you know, the status quo will be retained. So along with that, uh, yeah, I think Seth uh, is going gonna, is gonna to add to his frustration again. But at least this year, he has a clear WrestleMania opponent like last year. So... Yeah, I don't see anyone else winning this. It would be nice though, but uh, it's clear that they've bought in to uh, Austin Theory. 
But if Austin Theory is set to face John Cena at WrestleMania, as what people are speculating about, even here in our comment section, does he need the United States Championship? No, but I, I, I know as a corollary, does there need to be a United States Championship match at WrestleMania? Like, uh, who who says uh, the match with Cena isn't a title match? Like, is it because he's a part-timer? Uh, we said that about Brock, right? So, uh, it's an either-or thing. Like, I don't see why he shouldn't be champion in a non-title, in you know, a presumably non-title match. You know, Emil, uh, Ro mentioned that Seth Rollins' WrestleMania story is clear. So with that being said, do you think Logan Paul will make his presence felt and cost Seth the United States Championship? I I think so. I think so because anyway, in the Rumble, Logan eliminated Rollins. And if they continue with this story, the next logical step is for him to cost Rollins another win so that there's a, there's a story at WrestleMania. Logan Paul keeps messing with Seth Rollins, and because and then Seth Rollins keeps on uh, bad bad mouthing uh, Logan Paul on public appearances on interviews. So that's that's basically how you build up that match. So um, again, the next step is for Logan to cost Rollins this match. All right, uh, Austin Theory could bat, or do you have another pick for the chamber? Uh, like yeah, popular pick is Austin Austin Theory, but the the fan in me, you know, the the fan in me really wants uh really wants uh like Montez Ford to win the championship. Like I know it's not gonna happen, but uh yeah um yun yung yun yung si Lisigal ng uh ng mind ko si uh, Montez. Bibigyan na si Lisigal ng puso mo ng damdamin mo. Okay lang Valentine sa mani. But yes, it's theory. It's it's gonna be theory. All right, you go, Mikey. Are you joining the chorus, Austin Theory, then, ba? No, Montez for me. I think there's story there. I think the fact that Dawkins lost the qualify uh, qualifying match and that Tez won, I think, is is room for a story. I'm not saying they're gonna break up, but there's a story. So Tez winning has more story because Theory, if he's gonna face Cena, which I think makes sense to me, uh, sayang yung uh, there's story potential with the title on Tez on Montez that that. Theory doesn't need. So uh, all of the stories can still happen, but one won't happen if Montez doesn't win the title. So I'm betting that Montez wins. Mm, interesting. Uh, mm. Now that you bring that up, I could see a situation where Montez and Dawkins go one-on-one at WrestleMania. Now, it starts off really friendly and shit, like Eddie and Ray in 2005, yeah. right? And then whatever happens from there uh, is anybody's guess. I don't want him to break up. Like, I have this, this new kind of faith in Triple H to not break up tag teams the way Vince did. Uh, right. Because Vince loves breaking up tag teams because he didn't like tag teams and somebody fought me on this on TikTok, but it's very well documented that he doesn't think highly of tag teams. Mm. And I think say, when you have a tag team with a real legit rapport like uh, the New Day, the Usos, and... Um, uh, even the street profits. I don't think the logical progression of that is to break them up. Like, why can't we be right. uh, successful right. as single stars without, you know, without being, without being, uh, without hating each other? You know, <laughs> sorry, Mikey, go. 
No, I, I was just going to say next because <laughs> I was going to say 100%. Okay. I, I didn't want a fantasy book too yeah. much in the show. But I, my fantasy my fantasy booking this week about this, like, sorry, I spent free time <laughs> thinking about these things. But <laughs> I, I, I was just, my, 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 my dream idea is that Dawkins, like, consults the New Day about, like, Yo, Xavier, Big E, how were you able to be happy for Kofi? You know, <laughs> how did you how did you do that and not break up? And then they try, you know. But I just want to be the best. You know, therapy new day. I mean, you learn, they're the only example. Everybody else broke up, but the new day, two champions. Now Xavier is not bitter, right? So yeah. Dawkins and Dawkins lost the qualifying match. Don't para sa akin eh, parang uy, some, there's something there, eh, you know. So my insecure It's hard to deny. You're right. You're right. Uh, my insecure ka tag team partner mo na qualify tapos nanalo pa siya. Shucks, do I break up? But I don't want to break up. But I'm happy for him. Oh no. We just saw toxic attraction break up. Oh no. You know, parang it's there's stuff there. And I imagine the consultation like, yo Xavier man, uh, <laughs> how did you not hate Kofi or Biggie? So my Xavier takes out the crown. Uh, I was king of the ring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lost, man. I don't know. You should just leave. <laughs> uh, I just want to add something. Uh, and uh, I, I hope Seth goes out uh, this Sunday wearing those uh, Astro Boy boots again. <laughs> just like he did on Raw. <laughs> I just want to see him wrestle yeah, in those boots. And uh, and uh, see how ridiculous that looks on, on him. But he pulls it off. So kudos to Seth. Yeah, I'm sad lang ako that neither Graves nor KP could point out that they were Astro Boy boots. It was just, oh, it's the boots on the internet. No, I mean, it really is the boots on the internet. No, no, no. I'll, I'll defend that. I'll defend that. Um, the the official release was never that it was a direct reference to Astro Boy. Like, yes, it's the it's the reference that everyone gets, but you know, uh, that wasn't the official intention. So. Uh, I could understand why um, the very white announcers of Raw just said, it's the boots from the internet. At least they know it's from the internet. Right? <laughs> uh, an unwashed person might say, what are, what are those? What are those on his feet? Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves are only in their 30s. They're so, white. You know, they're very they're, white. Not, they're not that old. That's <laughs> it. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the main event, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, and our feelings about what the ideal main event for WrestleMania 39 should be. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thanks for joining us for the audio-only part of the live stream for this week. We're going to get to some NXT and AEW talk. So let's start with NXT. And next week, you'll have the former WWE champion, the Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, challenging Braun Breaker for the NXT championship. I'm going to go to you, Ro, because I know that Jinder's your boy and that you're probably excited about this matchup. I mean, half excited because I know Braun's going to win, you know. Uh... People will not admit it, but Jinder has been better in this NXT run. Like, he is um, a lot more watchable. Like, I know the main problem that people have, Kase, is that he is very boring in the ring and he is bland. Uh, but I, I, it's it's not the case here. Parang keep up in NXT. So I'm excited for that. But as for the big picture-ness of it all, um, Nothing to get excited about. But, you know, it's a nice matchup. Uh, always said that NXT 3.0 at this point always needs that star power. Uh, not a bad TV main event, I think. Mm-hmm. Igo Emil, what are your feelings on Jinder Mahal suddenly being in the NXT championship picture? I When I was watching uh, NXT uh, Kahapon, people were kind of like there was a portion of the crowd that were cheering for Jinder. So <laughs> that surprised me. But yeah, um, he is that in this in this environment of NXT, he is that like veteran from the main roster. Uh, kumaga, like he's like a, a 10-year NBA veteran suddenly going to the G League <laughs> and dominating there. So <laughs> yung, yung uh, perception of Jinder Mahal is he's above some of the guys there. And but I don't think I don't know I don't think he's the guy to beat Braun. And and yun yun yung yung parang buzzkill with that match. Like we all like everyone knows that uh Braun will still retain at the end of uh at the end of uh next week. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh Emil, I'm glad that you referenced that. Now Jinder was Partly getting cheered, and that the live NXT crowd seemed to turn on Braun Breaker. And Mikey, I don't know how closely you've been following NXT, especially with the rebrand of the rebrand. But what do you think about Braun Breaker no longer being the unanimous babyface? I think it was a matter of time. It was going to happen because there wasn't much to Braun from the beginning, except that he was Braun Breaker. So he's he's the same now as he was when he was presented the first time when he's fighting Champa. You know, as this as the as the next generation Steiner who has moves not cool. <laughs> you know, but it, it was, people were eventually gonna hate it uh, because people are the way they are. Uh, so either they they lean into it and turn him heel uh, and lean into it because it can work, na many. Uh, or you know they they change course and he has his die rocky die moment and, you know builds a character out of it. Yeah, the die rocky die moment is not a one off like we've seen it with Roman Reigns, mm. we've seen it with John Cena, right? Uh, so ikaw Ro, I I appreciated yung comments ni Jinder na parang hey Braun, don't you see what's happening? These people don't love you anymore. I actually want to applaud Creative for even referencing that uh, in Jinder's promo. It's weird because. Yes, there is a bit of self-awareness in that. Uh, pero it's it's sad because they are the cause of this uh, this hate towards Braun. Like, it's funny because for the most part, yung mga NXT 2.0 rookies have gotten stories that 
all of us can get behind. Like at least may konting thought behind them. But not for Braun. Like I don't understand why there is this refusal to make Braun more than what he is, which is a cartoon character uh, who is literally two-dimensional, right? Uh, not literally, because he's not much animation. He's <laughs> animation, right? But you emotionally and pers- uh, stylistically two-dimensional. And what? Did they just lean into the skid by having Jinder acknowledge that? It- it's just disappointing because people were ready to buy into Braun, but then they stopped putting in effort for him, you know? Uh, I don't understand because Shawn Michaels is one of the most dramatic performers of our time. He benefited from the most emotional performances and stories of the the 2000s and the 1990s. So I don't understand why they couldn't find something similar for the guy they've been trying to make for more than a year now. So ang sad talaga eh. and then yagamitin mo to as web as you know as fuel for this new art. So what is the what is the play here? Are we leaning into this further? Are we gonna are we gonna have Braun turn? Is is this the time or are we stuck in this yet another John Cena Roman Reigns limbo where <laughs> uh but he's getting he's getting a reaction. So you know um it's just I feel sad for Braun because this isn't his fault. You know, yeah. Uh, the guy is trying, and the guy has been thrust into this big spot less than a year into his actual pro wrestling career. And the most you could have done for him was to support him uh, creatively, and they didn't do that. And now he has to deal with it. I hope he can deal with it. You know, as a performer, like that, we know that some people can't handle uh, being booed, like like a Logan Paul, right? So I just hope that he's got thick enough skin for that. And I feel bad because um, as a performer, you wish you always wish you get the support that you need from uh, the people writing the book. And when you see a clear failure like this, you can't help but feel for him. Ito, Mikey, this is the type of conversation you and I would have on a regular basis uh, away mm-hmm. from the podcast. So I want to ask you this. When a babyface character like Braun Breaker says something like, I don't care if they cheer me, I don't care if they boo me, what does that say to you? Because to me, I had to agree with Jinder when he said, nah, that's so arrogant. Well, you can't, you can't, it's a code. It's code for... It's code. You're getting for, a reaction, brother. Yeah, that's that's the code. So on on this on paper or on the surface, it's it is arrogant. So Jinder's right. Like between characters, oh nga labu mo, bro. But like it's code for Cena. We've seen this before, right? We have seen this before, where W or the storytellers in WWE think that that's the ideal reaction to a superstar. Basta loud, which is. Wrong. Like, yeah, I will say, sorry, it's wrong. I agree with Ro. Ro. Ro articulated it a while ago. So what do I think when he says that is, you know, I, I do. I don't think Triple H uh, would have done Cena the way he Vince did, you know. So I think Triple H has learned from this or knows better than this. So I do. Th- uh, Triple H. I'm saying Triple H, right? But because he's in charge. But it is Sean's baby now. I also think Sean knows better. 
So I do think something's coming. This is me being an optimist and having faith in them. So I I think they're hinting that they want to play on our nerves, uh, those of us who have been traumatized by Cena's Cena-ness. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to just do the same thing again. I think no, they're gonna... um, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't think they're going to do the same thing again. I think they're going to hint at it and then they're going to do it quote-unquote right this time. No, because the thing with that is I agree with it on principle, but when you think about the implications, the the real th- the real subtext behind this or underneath this is pretty much we let this guy fail for a year. Or didn't even fail, but not, you know, not, not, uh, amazed for a year mm-hmm. and then now that people are I guess souring on him this is the time will strike <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right uh, and, and especially since this is developmental you know no matter what you say this is he's gonna get eaten alive when he gets to the roster you know it's the, so there this is not something that is sustainable and uh, so I think it's just for us to think it's Cena, but I don't think this is it. This is not the end game for him. I mean, if we want to go a bit more recent with the references, Cody Rhodes was basically in this spot right as he left AEW. Right? I think he was at the peak of this spot during the Anthony Ogogo feud. Mm. Right? So, you, Emil, uh, what do you think about someone like Braun Breaker saying that? Yung, I don't care if they boo me, I don't care if they cheer me. It doesn't doesn't go with his character as well, eh? say you know, you know. Then, ani, uh, it's it it doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't look good on him. That's that's what I can what I can say. And I was actually thinking about uh, Braun uh, earlier, and uh, I looked at the original team uh, team NXT 2.0 during the War Games two years ago, and I was looking at the, all the guys. All of them had character developments over the last two years, except for Braun. Like Braun was literally the same guy from two years ago as he is now. You look at Grayson Waller; he's now what one of the biggest stars in in NXT. Melo has uh, uh, is also have become one of the biggest stars they have. And Tony D'Angelo, he has stories over the last two years. Na nakaharon ng character development. Yeah, but with with Braun. <laughs> What can you say was different from Braun to year like at that point in time, 2021? What can you say was different from that Braun to, to Braun Breaker now? The only difference is is he has the NXT title. That's it. So like not stagnant shot for me. And uh when you're in developmental, that's not really a good thing because when you're in developmental, your goal is to to, to improve and improve all the facets of your of 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 you, not just your wrestling skills, but also your character. And with him, he has super like he has stagnated so much during the during his title reign. So yeah. All right. Uh since you mentioned Grayson Waller, let's switch gears and talk about him because now he's openly feuding with the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, who uh has been acknowledged on screen as the showrunner of NXT over the last several months. I mean, just this past week the but the camera literally caught Sean in the Triple H seat where he, he had the headset on and the cowboy hat and all of that stuff. So uh, where do you guys see this going? Is Shawn Michaels going to fight with Grayson Waller? Is he going to come out of retirement? Mikey, is this something you want to see? No. <laughs> no, but someone someone has to fight for him the way Samoa Joe was going to fight for Regal before. Ooh, right. you know, so mag-avatar mag- si Shawn who's going to si represent his, ano, si, his whatever it is. So I don't know who it might be. 
Uh, but I, I think that's what this leads to. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Emil, what do you want to see happen here with our boy Grayson Waller? Like, honestly, I want Sean to come out for one match just to remove you just to remove my memory of his most recent match which was at the Crown Jewel 2018 I don't want that to be the last match that I ever see of Shawn Michaels so if there's a way to do it uh for him to to at least come back and uh you know give the rub to Grayson Waller then Maybe I'll be okay with that. But how old is Sean now? He's 57, I think. 57? Oh, that's that's not a good, that's not really a great age for him. But uh, if he go, like, why not? So, <laughs> Do you want to see 50-plus-year-old Sean Michaels go toe-to-toe with Grayson Waller? No. Um, kaya nga, I, kaya I found it weird that... Uh, Our boy Grayson Waller is suddenly feuding with Shawn Michaels. Like, uh, oh no, why him? Are you gonna make him wrestle? Like, please, please no. Uh, although I I do agree with Mikey. The 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 end game ideally is that there is an avatar, a champion for uh, for Shawn Michaels. So um, I guess somebody got or somebody has to be that, and I hope they find that. I do not want to see. Uh, Sean, like I don't think he's that arrogant to put himself in the match, <laughs> especially after he already retired decisively and then undid that with uh, with with the Saudi match. Yeah, but but you know, in, 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 like who would be Sean's avatar? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, I I can't think of anyone right now because everybody's Mello? busy with something. You think Carmelo Hayes would defend NXT? <laughs> Si Adam Cole daw babalik. <laughs> He can't even come back sa AEW at more NXT. <laughs> WWE doctors will clear him, but AEW doctors won't. Uh, I was gonna say, there was a, I think it's super cool though that there was a time when pag may 50 plus or 60 year old legend da babalik, people would say that guy can wrestle circles around half the roster. And I think it's cool that in 2023, you can't say that anymore, even about <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like the the that's Shawn Michaels. He's he can plausibly he can still wrestle a really great match, I think. But now I think the talent is so good across the board. Now you can't really say that anymore. He's really not needed, nah. Yeah, agree. I think we've also evolved as a fan base to a point na parang come on, enjoy retirement. Let the man rest. Don't injure <laughs> right. yourself, diba? I I think well, we've no. somehow gotten to that point. No, I think the use of Shawn Michaels by Shawn Michaels is. Plainly for heat, like you're gonna attack the 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 old retired man who can't see straight. So that's major heat on uh, on on this young brash heel who is yet to <laughs> who is yet to uh, graduate to the main roster. So clearly, yes, it's for heat. But uh, we've seen enough of this to know to to have a fear now. Oh no, uh, Shawn Michaels might be getting in, and, and he actually did right? for yeah. for that show. For the Undertaker and Kane, so uh, the, I, I would say the fear is healthy, but I understand where they were coming from. Mm. At the very least, I appreciate the self-awareness. Na Grayson, uh, Shawn Michaels was once Grayson Waller, so I guess it's a nice bit of karma. Na in his old age, <laughs> si Shawn Michaels na ginaga nito ni Grayson Waller. So you know, uh, I mean, I'm sure they won't reference that in canon mismo, but you know, for us who have known the Shawn Michaels character for decades, it's a nice little nod. To his younger days. 
So, okay, uh, let's finish up the NXT talk by talking about the women. Miko Satomura is the new challenger for Roxanne Perez and her NXT Women's Championship. Holy crap! 21-year-old Roxanne Perez is going to get decimated by Miko Satomura. <laughs> I, I wonder if she has trained with Miko already. Because I, I hope so. You know, in that... In that documentary, the the training itself is the murder by Mako. Uh, so yung palang. But I I do hope so because you know it would get she would she would get an idea of how it actually goes in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is gonna be a fun match. Um, I don't know who's gonna win actually. Uh, yes, the the logic should state that it's it's Roxanne, but uh. I I don't know how how do you deal with uh, how do you beat um the final boss a, uh, a final boss exactly yeah uh what, what, CSA, go why what's the logic of what do you mean by based on the logic it should be Roxanne like I mean the, in, internal logic now okay she's just become champion uh, okay. and uh, Mako isn't full time yeah yeah right mm. there's that yeah there's that then again I don't see uh I don't see why they shouldn't give Mako her flowers now. Like let her completely destroy Roxanne Perez and then start that hero's journey for Actually, Roxanne. Yeah. I I don't I don't disagree with that. You got Emil. Uh do you feel for young Roxy the way Rowan would? Um I guess. I mean it's Mako Satamora. I mean, she's like the final boss of uh of the women's division. So um but I, I'm looking forward to this match. Uh I am not yet decided on who's gonna win I mean if you beat Meiko Satomura that's a stamp of approval that you're gonna be the next big thing so that's gonna be a big win if Roxanne wins it but on the other hand uh, maybe put over Meiko while she she still can go so I don't know I'm still 50-50 with this one but because of the fact that Roxanne has just become champion, and uh, I think I still think it's way too soon for her to lose the championship. I am expecting Roxanne to go over. Hey, oh, Mikey, uh, looking at this now, it, it's uh, the final boss, Mako Satomura, versus this very young women's champion in Roxanne Perez. Ro- Roxy can say something like, Mandy Rose beat you, I beat Mandy Rose, without, you know, name-dropping Mandy Rose specifically because mm-hmm. WWE. So, uh, do, do you think this makes Roxanne less of an underdog against Mako knowing that? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Rock, geez, geez, it's hard to... I think the best thing you can do is to show that she can hang. I don't think it's believable that she can win. So, uh, but I think, sulit na if she can hang. And then shenanigans, I guess. Pero to win, to win clean doesn't seem, doesn't seem plausible. So, I agree with Ro about the, the most logical thing that I can assume would happen is uh, Mako just straight up, straight up destroys her, you know, and then she just shows the fighting spirit and you know respect. That was hero's journey, Yeah, so uh, uh, we're gonna see that I mean, at Roadblock in March. Something. Sorry, Emil, go. Yeah, um, this matchup, parang yung naisip ko is like a, a young uh, pro B Kobe Bryant versus like a Washington Wizards Michael Jordan. You naisip ko with this matchup It's like the the old guard. I, the, the the new you know the new young blood going up against the old guard. So I, I'm always hyped for those kinds of matchups, and this is one of those. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, uh, let's cross over to AEW now. 
And uh, the main takeaway from this week is the return of Christian Cage. So apparently he's been cleared. He has shed the sling and the arm, uh, the elbow brace. So I guess we're going to pick up right where we left off with the Jungle Boy and Christian Cage story. Uh, Ro, do you want to see the story continue? I I still want them to explain why Luchasaurus turned. Like, Thrice. They never, yeah, they never really got around to that. Um, that's obviously Christian already explained why he turned, diba. Right? So Shanaman, um, I know the the dinosaur does not speak English in kayfabe, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure there has to be a way, right? Right. That was literally a boy and his dinosaur. That was the team. And then they just broke that up. And we still don't know why. So, you know, I had end game. And I'm more interested in that than a third, third, right? third yes. Christian versus Jungle Boy match. You know why. What do you think of Christian coming back and just picking up where he left off? Uh, so actually, it's all. We, uh... Uh, legit story to earlier while I was watching the the dynamite episode and you know Jungle Boy and uh, Brian Cage were going at it. And he said, "Go, when when is Christian coming back? Like it's been it's been so long well, since." Uh, manifesty. That was after the match. Christian. I was I was surprised. No, and uh, also where is Luchasaurus? Is he is he injured or did he get a gamut? I have no idea. In yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. that's why I didn't know either. Yeah, so <laughs> so just wrap up the story, I guess. Let jungle because they're already starting to involve Jungle Boy in more storylines with other people. So mm-hmm. they were already trying to get him going. But then here comes Christian. So I just want them to wrap this up at Revolution, and then Jungle Boy can continue doing his own thing. Uh, Mikey, how updated are you with Dynamite, especially the mid card stories? No, I'm up to date with, with Dynamite. So, so uh, are you into this uh, Christian Jungle Boy feud? No, it, it's classic AEW. Like, if if something something gets if somebody gets injured, delay the thing, no matter how long it takes. Which is, I guess, makes sense for the wrestlers. But for a viewer like me, it's like I stop caring about this after he beat Luchasaurus in the cage. You know, like I like parang wala na akong pake. So Christian being back, nag conflict pa yung natural culmination of the story with return from injury trope, right? So you want to see Christian triumphantly return just because you have wrestling brain like that. So it it's weird tuloy na babalik tayo sa story that ended na. story of the turn. Diba? Parang bang story na yun of I'm coming back, I'm still mad at you, and I'll defeat you, and then I'll move on. Pero hindi na siya cohesive yung they were a unit, tapos nag-turn, tapos nag-turn si Luchasaurus. Wala na eh, naiwan na yun eh. It, it feels weird to pick it up. But the AEW has a habit of doing that, diba? Pag may na-injure, they will just delay the whole thing and then go back to it. Uh, unfortunately, they had to do the payoff now with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus however many months ago that was. So now you're left with why again is this happening? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I still remember Christian's, you know, uh, justification. I just don't, I still don't know why Luchasaurus has did it, has right. done it. Right. No, it, it's weirded out. It's it's complicated by Jungle Boy, nga, as Emil said, moving on. Like, nagdevelop na si Jungle Boy after the story. The thing he was supposed to get from that story, he already got. 
So now it seems like why does he like you know like okay just fight Christian for the third time win it's, you know what Jungle Boy to defeat him right and then be done with it uh, it just seems like parang it's going through the motions we have to tell the story we have to be done with it before we can move on with all parties involved which uh, is becoming very transparent after how four years of AEW parang kita mo na that's what they're gonna do with it which is fine it's better than nothing I guess but whatever yeah and like Christian yeah uh, we love Christian on this podcast and uh, that's how AEW tells their stories right? so yeah. there uh, that's gonna do it for the audio only part of this week's episode for more content from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Right, back from the break. Uh, Before we get to talking about the main event, Vintendo, I've got comments on how Michael Cole knows Street Fighter better than uh, KP and Corey Graves, but I will tell you off the air, right? Uh, Let's get to the main event. Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Um, I, I think everyone seems to believe that Roman is going to retain. So I think let's uh, we can just skip through the predictions and predict other things like interferences because there are many ancillary characters involved. We have Kevin Owens na, uh, we haven't seen since the Rumble. We Usos, about Paul Heyman, etc. So are any of these people going to interfere? Let's start with Mikey. Call your shot. All of them are going to interfere. All of them. Literally all of them. I don't care if the Usos are banned from Canada. They will find a way to go to the show and meddle with the Is business. Is it only one Uso or, who's banned from Canada? Yes, it? only Is one. Yeah. It's Jimmy. No offense. You know, sabi sabi na balita. Yeah. Well, I mean, my point being, I think, I think they will make their presence felt. I think they have to. Uh, they have to now at this. This specific point in the story, because this is where it branches out there or it evolves into like whatever the WrestleMania story is. So it's either it's either the Sammy's bloodline story ends and we move on to Cody, or they surprise us all and find a way to put all of those stories together leading up to Mania. You can't do that without involving Kevin Owens, without involving Jay Uso. So I, I don't know about Jimmy, but maybe Jimmy. You can't do it without involving them. Eh? So uh, unless if they don't get involved, the only possible thing that can happen, well, si Cody rin pwedeng ma-involve, right? I mean, he could just, you know, I mean, plus I don't, it's unlikely, but he is he's, he did take it personally, right? So he, he might want to take the titles away from Roman or something. Uh, either either way, it's not going to be a straight up wrestling match is what i is what i predict so all of these people will be involved somehow mhm uh see Janelle sabine in the comments it's probably going to be just drew mcintyre at clash at the castle all over again emil what do you think about that i mean there's a possibility um but i think at this point we all know naman na roman's probably going to win like unlike at clash at the castle we were kind of uncertain because it's Drew's hometown and all the momentum was on Drew, and we all thought the 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 rain would end there, but it did not. But this one mostly sure tayo na hindi ni pa matatalo si Roman dito. Like Chris, they're gonna stretch this story until WrestleMania. All right, Ro. Interesting comment here from our friend Vintendo, who says that there are parallelisms between Sammy and Roman and Eddie and Brock in 2004. Sakto, it's the 19th anniversary of Eddie Guerrero's WWE Championship win. You and I, we watch this match once a year, right around this time of the year. 
What do you think about these comparisons? Yeah, I agree. Uh, he is so over right now that they. It's a great move to have Sammy win. Yes, that is uh, undisputable. As in, beat champion na talaga, straight up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a bad move. It's not a bad move. I know you're all waiting for the big match at WrestleMania, pero Cody himself has said na si Cody na nagsabi nito that he would he would be okay if Sammy won as well. Like he just wants the championship, uh, the championship match at the main event of WrestleMania, right? So um, it wouldn't be a big difference. Uh, he still he still gets his his prize that he won at the Royal Rumble, and everyone is happy. I think uh, Roman is at a level that in where. Um, you or you know the cr- the crowd has now deemed him as the heel heel, not the cool heel anymore that uh, you want to throw your ones up with. So, uh, it it's not a it's it's not it's not a terrible idea to go with. But as people have said, it's probably not going to happen. It's uh, the the money parent is still involving Roman at. WrestleMania as champion, but I th- we have points here on the agenda that we will be discussing. Uh, basically, uh, pretty much yung ano, yung different possibilities of what may happen after Elimination Chamber. So I'll save the rest for that. Yeah, because uh, it, it's good that you bring that up, bro, because you already had Paul Heyman with that haymaker to Cody Rhodes' uh, emotions, right? Uh, and after everything that's been said over the last couple of weeks, all of these epic promos, where do we go from here? What WrestleMania main event should they have for 39? Um, let, let's start with Mikey, since you're the guest here. Because uh, like in our, in our little document backstage, we've got several options. And I'm sure these are options that you've thought about as well in the, uh, you know, on your own, about people in the comments. Cody versus Sammy versus Roman. Sammy versus Roman. Cody versus Roman. Uh, Cody versus Sammy. Roman versus someone else, like The Rock. Uh, Sammy and KO versus The Usos. Like, wh- what do you want to happen for WrestleMania 39? God. Ugh. It's so weird. We're at the weird point in, like, WWE fandom. Because now we kind of have faith in them telling the story. Whereas in the past, uh, this is something that people have missed out on in the whole predicting that people would take over the narrative and riot if Cody wins, right? The reason people aren't rioting is because there's a lot of trust in WWE right now. Like, they trust that the story is going to be told. Whereas before, no one trusted. Everybody knew that they were they were going to screw up the Daniel Bryan story, and they did. So they had to riot, right? Now, it's like they're entertained the whole way. So... Uh, I don't know what to want here. Like, I wanted Sammy Roman, but then I'm getting it this Sunday. I wanted Cody Roman, and then I'm gonna get that somehow, I guess. Like, the, the I want Sammy to... I want Sammy's story to end. And it ends with him winning and defeating Roman. But I also want Cody's story to end, and he has to beat Roman, not Sammy. Like, uh, sayang naman yung Paul Heyman episode last week if it is Cody Sammy. Like, that's a waste. Uh, because last week made you want to see Cody defeat Roman. Like, I am my dad's favorite child, you asshole. Like, that's, that's what you want. You know? But, uh, but you can't have it all. So, what do I want at WrestleMania? Uh, uh, this is weird because it's not what I wanted last week. 
But what I want at WrestleMania is Cody Roman one on one. As much as I, as a fan of Sammy, like I want Sammy to be the one. But parang, yeah, no, I think they earned it last week with that promo segment. I do want Cody to to be the one to beat Roman. However, I do want comeuppance from Sammy somehow. Uh, the thing that complicates it further, pa, that uh, a lot of people aren't talking about, is Heyman's weird promo last week saying that without the titles, there is no Roman Reigns. Which is such a weird thing to say. Like, usually you'd promote your guy, but he didn't promote his guy. He promoted how he needs the titles. It kind of weakens Roman in some sense, right? So, it, 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 it puts smart brain people like me to think, I think Roman's not gonna lose. And then you think, oh no, wait. He's just doing this because he might lose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really just excellent, like messing with people like us nowadays. And, and the, the only satisfying way, the, you can't have the two satisfying things at the same time. You can't. It's impossible. You can't have Sammy beat Roman and then Cody beat Roman and for them to be equally cool. They're not there. Eh? One is going to be better than the other. So I think I answered the question. So let me just go back. What do I want for WrestleMania? I don't want it, but I want it. It's Cody versus Roman. All right. Say what's up to our friend Ash in the UK. Ash. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, our longtime friend. Thank when you, you for being back, the Ash? resident sicko in when the comments. Everyone is coming back except uh, for you. Yes, uh, he is working on a, a little project to promote Asian and Southeast oh, Asian wrestlers. Was that so, you? That's yes. him? Yung black and white Jesus. on Instagram. Yes, that I is knew him. it was a Filipino because there were way too many Filipinos on it than the other uh, than the other uh, demographics. But uh, I didn't realize it was you. So thank you for the work. Yes, it's it's our boy. All right, uh, let's go to Emil. Iga, what do you want for WrestleMania, young buck? Uh sobrang sobrang conflicted na ako kung ano yung gusto kong <laughs> gusto ko, kung ano yung gusto kong ending nitong story na to because you got two great stories with Cody and, and Roman and you know the the long year storyline of Sami Zayn and the bloodline oh. and last week they somehow managed to weave it together na that we, we had that promo with Cody and Sami Zayn a really good promo and before I was before last before this this week's raw I was that really dead set on Cody versus Roman because because of that promo again from last week and parang na convinced ako noon na okay we might get this match uh at the end of the day pero after last week i kind of want to have a triple threat with uh Sammy Cody and Roman at WrestleMania and I know fantasy booking lang to like um, have a two out of three falls where the first fall is for the WWE championship and the second fall is for the for the universal championship like though yeah this the, has happened before you know yeah with uh, Jericho Angle and I'm not gonna name the third one but you, you can say his name you can say it was Chris Benoit come on man. Chris Benoit okay so this has happened before and someone pointed that out uh, I saw it somewhere I don't know if it's a YouTube comment or a Twitter uh, Twitter post but that's and I said like just so just so everybody can get 
what they want, I guess, at the end of the day. But I am not thinking about what Mikey said, and that's kind of true. You can't have, like, can't have that. But as of right now, that's what I want. Triple threat, Roman versus uh, Cody versus Sam. Hey, Ro, what's right, your ideal so main event? I said, event? Kanina, that um, I said that uh, Sammy should or could win and it would be fine. But there is still a way to involve Roman in all of this in, in the main event at WrestleMania to get everyone involved in, in the main event of WrestleMania. So I don't know. I can't remember if I uh, brought this up on the podcast already, but I would. Go back to Adam Pierce, who we know has an anti-bloodline slant or lean at this point, because you know the bloodline has fucked up a lot of things. I would just have him say, "Nah, this has gone too far. It's not good for business that Roman has uh, both belts, so he's just gonna he's just gonna go and separate them and and do it." Uh, uh, Cody or Cody will challenge for the WWE Championship because he's a member of the Raw roster. And on the first night, uh, Cody is the se- second night because it's the main event of main events, right? Uh, on the first night, uh, Sammy will challenge for the Universal Championship because he is a member of the SmackDown roster. You hit two birds or three birds with one stone. Uh, you separate the championships, which a lot of people have wanted for a long time now. You give both your uh, conquering baby faces a big win. And fourth, sto- fourth, fourth bird is to uh, give Roman a break. <laughs> yeah, and to give him yeah. his comeuppance, his long-deserved yeah, comeuppance. Uh, yes, Mikey, go ahead. Can I change my answer? <laughs> what, the Rose answer? No, no, no. I agree with Ro. I like the, all Ro, what Ro and Emil were saying is making me think about. Although I do want to respond to Emil, the triple threat uh, match with the two falls was a bad match, and that's why they never did it again. Like yeah, it was that's... like considering who those three were, it was not a fun match. You know, uh, it's, it didn't make any sense. Na una pa yung intercontinental, so parang Europe, European yung last. So parang uh, it was very anticlimactic. But I, I want to say that I realize there is a way uh, if they weave it together, and they showed that they would this week. Eh? Because Jay, I forgot about Jay, because the story of the bloodline is about Jay more yeah. than it is about Sammy. Sammy already won by tearing apart the family. Cody pointed it out this week. So I'm realizing, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing what I want now. The reason I want to change my answer is because my, what I want is clearer. I want Sammy versus Cody at WrestleMania. And I want, uh, I want Jay to get his comeuppance at WrestleMania. So That's Jay costs Roman the title, fulfilling what Heyman says, which makes, Ro- puts, makes Roman not a champion, but also he's Roman Reigns, man. He, he doesn't need the championship. At this point, he's God mode. Uh, and you have a money match for Sammy and Cody, and you got Roman and Jay filling up, uh, find, uh, closing the blood, the years-long bloodline story. Admittedly, it would be stronger, sana, si Roman would be stronger with the titles, but story sense, parang, I think it holds. It, it holds that, especially since Heyman hinted last week that without the titles, Roman is, there's no Roman Reigns. Let's test it. Let's take the titles away from him. That's what Jay would want. That's, that's, pa talaga, of all places. Diba? Pahiyang pahiya si Roman. So he will go ape shit over Jay. Uh, and then you got you got main event Jay finally. Tapos si Jimmy mag, 
DUI na lang sa... <laughs> wow. Oy, come on, come on. L- let's not wish that on anyone. No, I'm just kidding. Bad joke. I'm sorry. I take that back. But I mean, Jimmy can be there totally. But uh, the J being a main eventer is is the... is There's money there that we're not paying attention to. So that's but, what I want. Can I, can I respond to that? Like, it's not a bad idea, sure. but I would save it for next year. I think there is space to extend a little more. Uh, considering Roma's own schedule, like he is able to go uh, a couple of months without showing up. Uh, mm. I think that you could stretch that dissension a little more and not try to crowd this WrestleMania too much with all of the fun stories that they right. got going on. Again, another problem of how good they're telling stories right now involving all of these people, mm. especially in the bloodline. Right? But I think you can go another year of teasing the the cracks in the line, if you will. So uh, I'm not opposed to it. I just wouldn't do it now. because so you have this and this button is mm. still uh, what's on top of everyone's mind. What about yung idea na you might as well book all of these stories now while all these people are healthy and while everyone is at the peak of their powers? Just so you can capture lightning in a bottle before an injury or whatever circumstance fucks it up. Uh, oh, that's always a risk. It's very David It's always a risk. Um, even now, like there, there could always be an injury that could fuck it up. Like even on, on Sunday, uh, there could be an injury to Sammy. There could be an injury to Roman. I mean, like, the God, Survivor Series, yeah, they had the whole right. eardrum incident with Kevin Owens. Right? So um, with that, you can never can tell. Right? So uh, that's the risk of the business. And I don't think you should be constrained by that risk, especially if you're dreaming big. Like if it happens, it happens. But uh, mm. I wouldn't put it in the front of your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say that I... I agree with that perspective. I agree with Ro also. Like, honestly, the reason lang we're thinking about this is because we're so used to 39 years of WrestleMania, which is supposed to be the season finale. Yeah. But that's the thing we're, we're working towards. But if we didn't have that construct, it'd be so much more convenient right? to tell the story naturally. But because of WrestleMania, we naturally want things to end there. Uh, so I, I guess say it's better it to just have work. revolution and double or nothing and all in, just like four big events <laughs> in a year. Lo- there's some logic there, man. Uh, but I mean, there's also the this is related to the other thing I wanted to say is we have a commenter, see Jonel, who said, Will it's will Sammy and Cody sell? And I was tempted to say they already sold out the arena and everyone's gonna this, this, but, but he's right. Rhodes and Roman Reigns is the more money-making main event, but I, I, it's hard to. Th- but it's it's conflicting now. What I think as a smart will sell money versus what I actually want to happen. So what I want to happen is Sammy Cody, and yes, I agree. More people will buy Cody and Roman. So I love it. We've broken Mikey yet tricky. again. <laughs> you guys like doing that, I think. Oh yeah, th- this podcast's <laughs> new brand is breaking your brain. <laughs> uh, let's say hi real quick to Jan Jeffrey hey. then first time commenter lagi nakikinig hey. on Spotify thanks, thanks man. man thanks for uh, bringing yourself here to to Facebook yeah. and YouTube uh, uh, what do you think uh, Ro or Emil about uh, Mikey and his brain being broken over all of these things <laughs> not, not, it's not my yeah, problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a you problem, Mikey <laughs> I think I know like it's too early, I think, to think about these things. We we 
parang mas clear siya after chamber what will happen in chamber then after that there we can we can finally see what will eventually be the match at wrestlemania so it's too early at this point to predict wrestlemania but in a couple of days or after three days we'll have a clearer picture of uh what is indeed going to be the the main event of main events at the uh, wrestlemania so yeah all right any other thoughts you want to get in there before we wrap up the live stream uh would mikey uh since you already brought up the usos would you Mm -hmm. accept the Usos versus Sammy and KO, which was one of the original things that was floated on the internet. Yeah, at Royal Rumble, it kind of, before Royal Rumble, it made sense. But after Royal Rumble, it doesn't. Eh? Like, why would Jay suddenly be okay with yeah, being in the bloodline again? <laughs> people are still, people are still and, floating that, like, at this point. Even after everything. But, yeah, because yeah. they're thinking... They're thinking smartly, yeah. right? What will be the money match? But you know, what's the story that makes sense? Not that. That doesn't make any sense. Man, I just hope that Sammy gets the Montreal crowd to pop the way that the Royal Rumble crowd did when he hit mm. Roman with the chair. Because that was a nuclear championship level babyface pop. Like, holy crap. And it was so yeah. organic and so natural. And then how it transitioned to FU Roman. Holy crap. Um yeah. I, I obviously did not alarm what the plans are creatively sa WWE, diba? But if if any uh of those Sammy reactions can change their mind, like at rum from the rumble and the chamber, it, it might just lead somewhere. I don't know. Um this is probably the optimist in me uh speaking here. Yeah. Now, it's almost guaranteed though, don't you think? Like it's gonna be like I don't know. I, I, I mean, guarantee that it's, it's going to be a huge pop, but I don't. I can't guarantee it'll lead to a main event spot at Mania for Sammy. Ah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I can I ask a question about uh, just because it's a thing that we seem to have hinted at this week when we were talking outside the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, of course. What are your thoughts on on the idea? Because more and more people seem to think it too about Kevin Owens turning on Sammy. Bad idea. No, that's but, nah. <laughs> With ev- no, with every moving piece in this story, with with Cody, with Roman, the Jay, Jimmy, Heyman, do you really need another guy to turn on him? Like, is is he Peter Parker? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? So I'm sorry, Ash. I'm sorry, Ash. But uh, why? It's such a feel bad. We already saw this in 2014. It's such a feel bad. Yeah. Saw it too many times. I think if Sammy wins, then Kevin turns. That makes more sense. Why? It's such a feel bad. If he, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It shouldn't happen. But like consistently with the characters, Kevin Owens, you know that's that guy. (laughs) At least he's a gaslighter. Oh, (laughs) I told you, I'm a prize fighter. After Sammy wins. I mean, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to put it out. I take it all back. I, I, I take it all back from the universe. Joke yes. lang. Sorry. Let I'm, it not I'm so happen. glad you're not Rowan. If Rowan were here and if he manifested this stuff, oh God. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a question. Um, so yeah, is go. this, like ever since uh, uh, all of you became like a internet smart like uh, smart internet fans is this the first time where you really can't predict the main event and what's going to happen at wrestlemania or me examples of uh at this point na malapit na mania, you're still not sure of what's going to be the end game or what's going to be the main event uh at mania during that year so 
Mm. Just like to throw it out there. It's a good question. You go, Mikey, the senior panelist. <laughs> senior panelist, not because I'm old. Okay, so um, no, the last time I can remember not knowing what's gonna happen in a major match was ano, Punk Money in the Bank. Because at the time, I talaga ako na like he's not, he didn't sign a contract. He's gonna, you know, leave. So I, I want it. It's the same thing. You want something to happen that you know can't happen. So that was what Money in the Bank felt like. Uh, so this is what this feels like. You want Sammy to win, but how's that gonna happen with Cody, with Mania, with whatever? So that's that's what this feels like. Mm-hmm. You got rope. Uh I don't know. I don't know now. <laughs> uh, I for, you know, for me, um, the mark of a good story, brother, is that I am. It gets tiring to predict every little thing that happens to it. And you just want to end up, you just want to end up watching it unfold. Because I think you have a faith mm. that it's gonna turn out in a way that is satisfying. So I'm at this point right now. Like, so many things could happen. So I want to sit back now and stop armchairing this. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, Emil, the last time this happened for me was when decided na yung WrestleMania 37 main event. It was Roman, Brian, and Edge. And on the podcast, we all unanimously agreed that we didn't care which one would win just because the story and the meta-narrative were so good. But I think that where we are at today is much better than 37. It's much better. Yeah. So that, that's my opinion. Miles better because it's Triple H. Palang. Right. <laughs> Triple H. Palang. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, people in the comments really enjoying the conversation tonight. Super appreciate you guys chiming in, whether it's on Facebook or on YouTube, or even uh, if you're checking out the audio-only version on Spotify, uh, it's at WrestlingTwixPod on Twitter and on TikTok. We're going to end the live stream here. Otherwise, we're never going to end because we can talk about this for hours and hours on end. Um, but the audio-only version of this episode will feature our conversations on NXT and Christian Cage's return on AEW. So please catch that when it goes up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But in the meantime, uh, what's going on with you guys outside of the pod? Let's start with our guest, Mikey. Oh, <laughs> nothing anymore. But if you can check out the Hurry Up the Cakes podcast, which is not a weekly episodic podcast, but I do think the majority of those episodes are evergreen. You can go back and listen to them. Some of them featured uh, your Stan C and your Ro Moran, which I think are very, very good episodes. You should go back and listen to them. Uh, and the rest of that stuff is worth checking out, I think. I humbly yeah. suggest that you subscribe on anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, go check up, out this the article the on... Podcast. Sorry. Go check out this article on Smart Parenting uh, featuring Mikey and Charlie Rin. Uh, they're very progressive uh, opinions on having just one child. And, you know, um, I, I've, I've said this before. Mikey and Char are a couple of goals for me. So, you know, uh, go, go check out that article. Ikaw, Emil, what's going on with you outside the pod? Uh, not much. Uh, just follow me on TikTok at EML underscore Meister22. I uh, post sports opinions there once in a while. And, uh, yeah, and also on Twitter at EML underscore Meister. All right, Ro? Uh, no, I, I, before anything, I wanted to um, also promote Mikey's podcast because I really <laughs> did enjoy the conversation that we had, um, what, two, three years ago, right? That was 2020. Yeah, two, eight, 2020 three years yeah. ago, right. At the height of COVID, yeah. And I still... It holds yeah, up. Yeah, it does hold up. And 
in fact, I still have more feelings to put out on that. <laughs> so if you could, you know, if one day you could revive, you know, the sec or the next season, that would be great. Um, yeah, please uh, go listen to his podcast. Hurry up the cake, especially if you want to know more about myself and Stan. Especially, uh, I, I can't even remember what I talked about, but it had something to do with my career <laughs> and uh, uh, my fandom. So, Yon, um, MWF is having a its first set of tapings for the year in a brand new uh, venue. It is Fitness Playground PH. Um, on March 5, that is a couple of weeks, um, three weekends away. You can be a part of that by buying a ticket. Just head over to the Manila Wrestling Federation page or subscribe to Gank if you are a Gank subscriber uh, over on manilawrestling.com. You get to go into the venue for free. Uh, that is in the uh, congressional area ng QC. It's a little far, but I am told that the venue is super great. So, so much better than um, previous venues, I think. Uh, that's what I was told. Uh, so if you want to support local wrestling, if you want to see it live, especially after yung mga, uh documentaries on Eyewitness, which you should also watch. It's also up on YouTube for free. Uh, please do consider supporting your local wrestling. Thank you, Janelle. Yeah, it, um, it really was nice. Uh, we talk about it on the Pick of the Week episode, which you should also listen to if you haven't yet. Because we, we really do put an effort on those things. We go hard on the analysis uh, in a way that we can't do at the end of this live stream. So yeah, you know pitch, you know plug ko and uh, the wrestling wrestling podcast TikTok at wrestling two X pod. Yeah, uh, just a couple of things for me. First, on deck with Stancy returns with season five this March. I'm going to talk about my very short lived radio comeback and all the fun stuff that went into it. Uh, I say that with a bit of sarcasm, obviously, and. Uh, Elimination Chamber on Sunday on Disney Plus. Pa birthday niyo na sa akin sa Disney Plus kay manood. Tas uh, pa birthday niyo na rin na guluhin niyo Disney Plus for them to work on Tagalog audio. <laughs> That's all I can really ask for when I turn 33 in a few days. All right? Uh, we're going to get out of here. Um, catch the audio only parts for NXT Talk and AEW Talk. Uh, go follow Mikey at Mikey Lorin on Twitter at EML underscore Meister at Roizwar. Our absent co-hosts at Sheena Supersized at Monday Night Rowan. And for me, it is at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to everybody who left your comments, who joined us on Facebook, YouTube, or on the audio-only version. And thank you to Babyface producer Mike and all the other producers behind the scenes for all of the legwork that they do behind the scenes. On behalf of our special guest, Mikey Lorin, Emil ASH, and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 